Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. And, uh, well, plenty of Steelers news uh, as uh, Omar Khan spoke to reporters today uh, for the first time at this training camp. Probably be the only time at this training camp. And, of course, as you can imagine, uh, a lot of the questions centered on what's going on with uh, with the situation with uh, Deontay Johnson. and. Uh, Omar saying, uh, you know, conversations with Deontay and his representatives are going to stay between us. We won't discuss them publicly, but we've been in conversations. And, of course, uh, you know, this comes after the Steelers uh, extend Chris Boswell, giving him a four-year, $20 million contract extension that will keep him in Pittsburgh in the next five seasons. Uh, so, you know, the, the Deontay will appear to be the next guy up in that situation. And, uh, of course, he's still not practicing, although uh, I, I did note uh, in my live file on, on Tuesday that uh, Deontay Johnson uh, did have pads on today, also had his football shoes on today, uh, his Steeler football shoes, uh, the black and gold ones. He had been wearing some green uh, shoes that uh, probably were more kind of suited for him to, to do some light work uh, going to the spikes today, but still not practicing. He said, Omar Khan said, you want everyone out practicing, but we've taken the approach and we're using it as an opportunity to look at the other guys that are practicing, get them some good work. I can say we want Deontay. We're excited to have Deontay as part of this team. We hope he's going to be a stealer for a long time. And I'm sure that's not what the people who are trying to, here's what I'll get folks. You may not think that Deontay Johnson is worth $25 million dollars. And, you know, in the grand scheme of things, uh, you know, he probably isn't. If you, if you look at the contract values uh, in the league right now, the guys who are making the, the most in terms of average this year, it's Tyreek Hill at 30 million, Devontae Adams at 28, DeAndre Hopkins at 27.25, Cooper Cup at 26.7, A.J. Brown at 25, who was in Deontay Johnson's draft class, Stefan Diggs at 24, D.K. Metcalf, <coughs> who was in Deontay Johnson's draft class at 24 million, Debo Samuel at 23.85, who was in uh, Deontay Johnson's draft class. Terry McLaurin at 22.78, who was in Deontay Johnson's draft class. DJ Moore at 20.628. Then Keenan Allen at 20.25. Amari Cooper at 20 million. Chris Goblin at 20 million. Mike Williams at 20 million. 
And, and those are the guys making an average of more than 20 million per year. Then you get the Brandon Cooks, Michael Thomas, Christian Kirk, some other guys making, you know, 19.8, 19.25, and then 18 million per year. Christian Kirk and Kenny Galladay are both making $18 million on average after signing their deals. And Galladay signed his deal last year. I'm here to tell you right now of the receivers I just mentioned on there. Johnson's better than a bunch of those. And some Steeler fans have tried to talk themselves into thinking that he's not. Well, he drops the football. He does this. He does that. You know who led the league in drops last year? Keenan Allen. Make it $20.25 million. $20.025 million last year. Because they get targeted a lot. The more targets you get, the more drops you're going to have. And drops were not a major issue last year for Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson had 107 catches last year. And I've heard, well, he doesn't make the special plays some of those other guys make. Is that his fault? Or was that on Ben Roethlisberger? I've seen Deontay Johnson make plenty of special plays. I just have. I don't know what you're talking about when you say that Deontay Johnson isn't a special receiver because the numbers, and I'm not talking about the catch numbers. If you look at the numbers in terms of guys who win against press coverage, Deontay Johnson's in the top three in the league in that winning against press coverage. That's why he gets the kind of targets that he gets because he's always open. He's the one guy on this roster who I know can get open against press coverage. Everybody loves George Pickens and I get it. He's looked good in training camp thus far, but he hasn't done that yet in the NFL against the number one cornerback gone out and gotten open against press coverage. And I can tell you, I did a radio show on Monday night with former Steelers defensive backs coach, Tom Bradley, who knows a little bit of something about something about uh, number one wide receivers. And he said, we talked off, off, the, off Mike, Deontay Johnson's the number one receiver in the NFL. Now, he may not be the number one receiver in the NFL, but he's certainly in the top 15. He's better than Amari Cooper, folks. Amari Cooper's making $20 million a year from the Browns this year. You can talk about whether that's a good or a bad contract. Deontay Johnson is better than Amari Cooper. If you offered any team in the league, Amari Cooper or Deontay Johnson, they're going to take Deontay Johnson. Period. That's a fact. Well, it's my opinion, but it's pretty much a fact. And you'll find that out. If, if the Steelers don't pay Deontay Johnson in this offseason, you'll find out exactly what Deontay Johnson is worth because he's going to go in the open market and he's going to make $20, $22 million a year on the open market. I guarantee it. That's what he'll get because that's the kind of receiver he is. He's that good. And so I, he also works his butt off. I know people are upset about the, 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 the hold in right now, but he's just taking the only path that's given to him right now to get a contract. He didn't come up with this hold in thing. TJ Watt did it last year. Minka Fitzpatrick did it in minicamp this year. They got new deals. Other guys have done it around the league and gotten new deals. The Steelers want Deontay Johnson for the long term. That doesn't mean that they're going to cave and give him $24 million, but we don't even know that he's asking for that kind of money. Now, one thing that Omar Khan did say was that, you know, the, certainly the Metcalf and, and uh, Samuel contracts, which were just done this past week, certainly come into the conversation when he's speaking with the agent for Deontay Johnson. Again, 
Metcalf at 24 million, Debo Samuel at 23.85, Terry McLaurin at 22.78. Those are his contemporaries. Those are the guys you measure him against. And here's the thing. So if you look at receptions from the 2019 draft class, Deontay Johnson leads the way with 254. That's 32 more receptions than the next closest guy, who's Terry McLaurin. He's fourth in yards among that group with 2,764. That's behind Metcalf, McLaurin, and A.J. Brown, who's making $25 million. He's fourth in touchdowns among that group. That's behind Metcalf, A.J. Brown, and Marquise Brown, who was a first-round draft pick that year. So let's not trash the player when we're talking about Deontay Johnson. He's been a very, very good football player for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I might note, he did that. That counts as rookie season when he was playing with Devlin Hodges and Mason Rudolph at quarterback for most of that season. And he still leads all rookies, all, all players from that draft class in receptions by a lot because he's demanded those kind of targets. So let's not trash the player. He's taking a path that he, because he wants to be a stealer. He's trying to get a contract, a long-term contract done with this football team. Using what, his, what the, the, the CBA allows him to do. And if Deontay Johnson signs, that, signs a, a long-term extension with the Steelers, everybody's going to be back on the bandwagon and say, oh, Deontay Johnson's great. Well, don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. Either he's good or he's not. And I believed all along that he's a good player. Drops are going to happen. Now, would you like to see fewer drops? Absolutely. You, and, and some of his drops have come in bunches. But he's been a very solid football player for the Pittsburgh Steelers in his first three seasons. He's been all pro as a return guy, and he's made the Pro Bowl. There's nothing wrong with that. And he hasn't done it in a me-first kind of way. He hasn't been Antonio Brown. So, you know, let's, let's back off on the criticisms of uh, Deontay Johnson. Let this thing play out. Um, the Steelers are going to make their offer. He's either going to accept it or not. There'll be some back and forth. It could still get done. Let's wait and see if that happens. I'm Dale Lally. I'm going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about what Omar Khan had to say. Maybe talk a little bit about the uh, quarterback situation in practice. We'll do that when we return right after this on the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. And as I mentioned, uh, Omar Khan speaking to reporters today, uh, talking about some some different situations around the league and uh, with his team. And he, he said, look, uh, um, he really isn't going to read too much into the quarterback situation, uh, much the same way that uh, Mike Tomlin has approached this. doesn't make it easy. You want to live and die on every throw. And that's all part of it, but they still feel good about their quarterback room. Um, you know, the key is what you have to remember with the quarterbacks right now. Mitch Trubisky has not looked great at this training camp, but let's remember he's working against a Steelers defense. It's pretty good against a pass that can bring a good pass rush against you. And he's doing so without Deontay Johnson. He's done so the last few days without Chase Claypool and Pat Fryermuth as well. And then Tuesday, no Najee Harris as well. He's dealing with a little bit of a foot issue. So, yeah, it's going to look tough at rough at times for that first unit going against what's I think is going to be a pretty good defense this year. Mitch Trubisky not getting a ton of time to step up and make plays and pat and throw the football. The Steelers were doing some third down stuff today. And the defense was blitzing like crazy, constantly sending a couple extra guys because they want that offensive line working on picking those kind of things up in pads. It's really the first time that they've done that. And so Trubisky struggled in that situation. He was over four through an interception. And I don't know if the interception was necessarily his fault because I, <clears throat> I saw Frisman Jackson talking to Anthony Miller after the pass. And maybe he should have run his, his, uh, his route just a little deeper. And that's, those are the things that you don't know. I know everybody's going to focus on, you know, oh, Mitch Trubisky doesn't look good. He looked at this, that, the other thing. Um, I can tell you this. Kenny Pickett's looked better working with the twos than he did with the threes. Because that second team offensive line is probably a little bit better. There's a lot more experience on that second team offensive line than there is on the, uh, than the, the defensive line, perhaps. Isn't quite as good as the second team defensive line isn't quite as good as that first, uh, the second team offensive line. So he had a little bit more time. Now he's had some rough patches as well. Still not seeing those blitzers coming and getting rid of the football, but he's getting better at that stuff. And I saw him check out of a play today. It was a run play. And I think it was supposed to go to the right. Uh, the Steelers went into motion and motioned the, the tight ends in tight and the defense overloaded that side. And he, you know, the, Pickett checked out of it and ran a play to the opposite side, to the weak side. And Jalen Warren, who's had a nice camp thus far, picked up a nice run on that one. So that was a good, a good spot by Kenny Pickett. And that shows some progress. 
But, the, you know, the throwing of the football, that's still been a bit of an issue at times for all the quarterbacks. Mason Rudolph continues to look like the best of the group right now. And now he's working against the three, so he should. Um, you know, he's a veteran quarterback, knows where the ball's supposed to go and gets it out quickly. Uh, you know, so it, it's going to be continue to be an interesting battle. Um, again, I mean, the job is Mitch Trubisky's to lose. That's not a surprise to anybody. He's taken every first team snap thus far in this training camp. And I don't know that I expect that to change dramatically. There may be a week in there where they give Pickett a chance, but I don't think so because they're getting Mitch Trubisky ready to start the season and they have to continue to get, keep him working. But I'm not going to put too much weight on this right now until we see Deontay Johnson out there, Chase Claypool out there, Pat Fryermuth out there, Najee Harris all out there together because let's face it, we can like the young receivers as much as we want. They're still young receivers. And it's fine if you have just one of those guys out there. But right now they've got, you know, both Calvin Austin and George Pickens out there, along with Anthony Miller. I mean, that's basically been their top three throughout this camp because of the injuries and in, in the, in the sit-in for the other guys. And then you get Zach Gentry as your number one tight end. And so, you know, and today it was Benny Snell as your number one running back. Yeah, the offense is not going to look great in that situation. The defense is going to be ahead of them. That's just a natural progression of things. That's going to do it for today's Dale Lally Show. You've been listening uh, here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dale Lally. I'll be back again tomorrow. We'll talk to you then.